And we're joined now by Hamish Bond, one of two flag bearers for the upcoming Tokyo Olympic Games. Hamish, welcome to the program. Congratulations. Mean a lot to you, I presume? Yeah. Um, obviously, my fourth Olympics now uh, have watched opening ceremonies and, um, well, for my whole life, I guess. It's a big part of the Olympics, a great tradition, and I guess to be part of that um, history is, is, is pretty cool. You've been named as part of a, a dual flag-bearing situation. When you were first alerted to that, what was your initial thoughts? That was terrible. I was trying to hold that in, Hamish, and I had to keep <laughs> the mic on. That's okay. You won't get COVID. You're down a phone line. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I think it's a great evolution. Um, it's, I think it's a reflection of the standing that, of women's sport that it's developing. And, you know, if I look at the New Zealand team in particular going to Tokyo, I think you'd find that the majority of our medal prospects or strong medal prospects are, are held by women uh, athletes. And I think to have that recognised in the le- leadership capacity by Sarah, who's a, a great leader amongst the, the seven in rugby community, um, is, is again uh, a great evolution and, and special. I believe that uh, you've uh, made mention of past flag bearers, uh, including who you believe the greatest ever Olympian, who uh, only died a couple of years ago, Peter Snell. Yeah, um, look, I had a look over who I was. I had a fair idea, but I had a couple of blanks as to who the flag bearers had been in the past. And it, yeah, it just really jumped out at me. I mean, I do believe that Sir Peter was the greatest New Zealand Olympian. And yeah, just uh, a wee note that, you know, he carried the flag in Tokyo in 1964, the last time the Olympics were held there, and he won two gold medals. So um, Sarah and I have a little bit of. Uh, pressure and education to live up to but fortunately the two of us so we probably won't win two well we, we definitely won't win two each but maybe between us we can get two it's an interesting time for you isn't it Hamish with this Olympics as you said it's your fourth one now but you come at it in a different boat from a very different angle how much has that changed what you think and how your leadership's going to unfold being being a flag bearer knowing you're in a in, in a boat where maybe it's not as certain as it used to be? No, certainly not. I mean, the reality was going into London, I think we were paying a dollar and three cents at the bookies. So um, I don't think we quite have those odds as the New Zealand Eight going into Tokyo. Um, but I am still you know, very proud of what we've managed to achieve so far in terms of even getting qualified. Um, we have a diverse group, um, a few athletes with Olympic experience, a fair few um, you know, in the early 20s. Um, so, you know, I think I'm, I'm definitely the only one who was born in the 80s. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's an interesting um, dynamic, and uh, I think it's actually a strength. You know, I, I obviously can draw on experience, but um, it's been a learning process for all of us in the, in the eight. I, in all honesty, I thought I'd come into the crew um, when I returned to rowing from cycling in 20. 19, um, and I thought, you know, I know how to row, let's just do what I do and it should work okay. Um, but the reality was that there were dynamics that I didn't understand and I've had to learn in the eight, and it's been, uh, I guess, a learning process for all of us in terms of what will ultimately make an eight go fast, because there are different dynamics to making a pair go fast like I did with Eric. And plainly, the situation which the Tokyo Olympics finds itself under, aka COVID, makes it very new for everybody. It doesn't matter how long you've been involved with the Olympic movement. This is a, a different kettle of fish, and I'm presuming requires a very different uh, 
set to actually deal with for, for yourself and all of these other athletes. It's a strange times, Hamish. Yeah, it is. Um, I think it'll be, I guess, the typical celebration of coming together of countries, um, as it always is. But the reality is also that it's going to be vastly different to Olympics in the past, um, you know, in terms of that mixing and mingling of, of nations, and even amongst the New Zealand team. I'm not exactly sure of the dynamics at the moment, but as I understand it, they will be largely sticking to ourselves as the New Zealand rowing team, a sort of a team within a team, um, just to re reduce and mitigate those risks. And um, it's obviously being widely publicised that we're perhaps not the most welcome guests in Japan, but uh, I think all that we can do as athletes is, um, you know, take it on board and respect the Japanese people um, and um, do all that we can to protect them as, as guests and visitors and and the process protect ourselves, I guess, as well. Wonderful stuff. Hamish Bond, congratulations on being named as one of two flag bearers for the New Zealand Olympic side, and thank you very much for joining us here on News Talk ZB. Go well and get to that top step. We know that's what you can do. Cheers, thank you. It's six minutes away from eight. This is Sports Talk. That is Hamish Bond. Interesting assertion there that knows that they're not the most popular guests that Japan have had an interesting to say from a flag bearer's point of view, but uh, I would say true if you uh, look at a lot of the information reports that are coming out of Japan. Not exactly the entire Olympic movement is being welcomed with open arms when you consider the stress and the pressure that Japan is under under the cosh of COVID.